0: That they were there, and then everyone was so good, so good. Now, when Ruster came, the whole household at Loftdala thought that Christmas was spoiled. The mistress and the older children and the old servants were all of the same opinion. Ruster caused them a suffocating disgust. They were moreover afraid that when he and Lilja Krona began to rake up the old memories, the artist's blood would flame up in the great violinist and his home would lose him. Formerly he had not been able to remain long at home. No one can describe how they loved their master on the farm, since they had had him with them a couple of years, and what he had to give, how much he had to give, how much he was to his home, especially at Christmas. He did not take his place on any sofa or rocking stool, but on a high, narrow wooden bench in the corner of the fireplace. When he was settled there, he started off on adventures. He travelled about the earth, climbed up to the stars and even higher. He played and talked by turns, and the whole household gathered about him and listened. Life grew proud and beautiful when the richness of that one soul shone on it. Therefore they loved him as they loved Christmas time, pleasure, the spring sun. And when little Ruster came, their Christmas peace was destroyed. They had worked in vain if he was coming to tempt away their master. It was unjust that the drunkard should sit at the Christmas table in a happy house and spoil the Christmas pleasure. On the forenoon of Christmas Eve little Ruster had his music written out, and he said something about going, although of course he meant to stay. Lilia Krona had been influenced by the general feeling and therefore said quite lukewarmly and indifferently that Ruster had better stay where he was over Christmas little Ruster was inflammable and proud. He twirled his moustache and shook back the black artist's hair that stood like a dark cloud over his head. What did Lilia Corona mean? Should he stay, because he had nowhere else to go? Oh, only think how they stood and waited for him in the big ironworks in the parish of Bro. The guest-room was in order, the glass of welcome filled. He was in great haste. He only did not know to which he ought to go first. Very well, answered Lilia Krona. You may go if you will. After dinner, Little Ruster borrowed horse and sleigh, coat and furs. The stable boy from Lufthala was to take him to some place in Bro and drive quickly back, for it threatened snow. No one believed that he was expected or that there was a single place in the neighborhood where he was welcome, but they were so anxious to be rid of him that they put the thought aside and let him depart. He wished it himself, they said, and then they thought that now they would be glad. But when they gathered in the dining-room at five o'clock to drink tea and to dance round the Christmas tree, Lilia Krona was silent and out of spirits. He did not seat himself on the bench. He touched neither tea nor punch. He could not remember any polka. The violin was out of order. Those who could play and dance had to do it without him. Then his wife grew uneasy. The children were discontented. Everything in the house went wrong. It was the most lamentable Christmas Eve. The porridge turned sour, the candles sputtered, the wood smoked, the wind stirred up the snow and blew bitter cold into the rooms. The stable-boy who had driven Ruster did not come home. The cook wept, the maids scolded. Finally, Lilja Krona remembered that no sheaves had been put out for the sparrows and he complained aloud of all the women about him who abandoned old custom and were newfangled and heartless. They understood well enough that what tormented him was remorse that he had let little Ruster go away from his home on Christmas Eve. After a while he went to his room, shut the door, and began to play as he had not played since he had ceased roaming. It was full of hate and scorn, full of longing and revolt. You thought to bind me, but you must forge new fetters. You thought to make me as small-minded as yourselves, but I turned to larger things, to the open. Commonplace people, slaves of the home, hold me prisoner if it is in your power. When his wife heard the music, she said, Tomorrow he is gone, if God does not work a miracle in the night. Our inhospitableness has brought on just what we thought we could avoid. In the meantime,